Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This week on Pop Days, we talk the World Cup, sitting in a Glasgow parking lot, and the Streisand effect. Woo! Hi, I'm Jordan. I'm Charlie. And I'm Aurelia. And welcome to Pop Days, a pop culture podcast for postmodern queers. The postmodern queers! Do yeah! <laughs> you wear wigs? Will you wear wigs? <laughs> when, when will, will you, you wear, wear wigs? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen this, Aurelia? No. Oh my god, Aurelia! Is, is this a TikTok? Yes. Well, yes. I, well, it's like something from like the early two thousands that has since resurfaced into TikTok, yes. which happens so often. Yes. Yeah. Um, okay, explain because I have been on like a mini social media hiatus. Yes. Um, Smart. So yeah, tell me. You do look like more connected with your inner self. On a, yeah, I'm wearing a hoodie right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Monk Raylia. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing like a, a hoodie and like a matching hand and I'm just really cozy. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely neutral colors. Um, but this video, it's basically Elijah Wood from um, Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. is getting interviewed <laughs> for some press junket by his car- co-star. I, I don't know that guy. Pippin. Yeah. Pippin or Mary. I think yeah. Mary. One Pippin's little... the one with like the little nose and Mary's the one with the regular nose. Yeah. The, ho- <laughs> the hotter one of one of the little hobbit boys. <laughs> Um, is interviewing him and they're kind of having fun with it and joking around and he's just putting on this like accent and he's like do you wear wigs and Elijah's (laughs) like no I do not (laughs) it's like will you wear wigs Uh, maybe (laughs) it's like when will you wear wigs (laughs) and then he just absolutely breaks and people have like remixed it into a song it's just it's just so funny he's like got this like Scandinavian accent Then will you wear weeks? <laughs> I love it. Uh, my favorite thing about Lord of the Rings, I don't know if I've talked about this on the pod before, but Kayla, my partner, cites Frodo, like Elijah Wood as Frodo, as um as their sexual awakening. Wow. <laughs> what? It, I can't I can't think of anyone more sexless than Elijah Wood. <laughs> yes. I with his hairy feet. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like trying to imagine fucking. Elijah Wood or Elijah Wood fucking anyone ever. And I'm like, I can't see it. Because I recently watched Lord of the Rings for the first time just a couple what? of weeks ago. Oh, I yeah. love it. How did you go? Well, I'm surprised. Have you seen it, Aurelia? Yeah. It doesn't seem like your kind of movie. No, it like usually isn't. Um, but I mean, I wouldn't watch that new show that dropped. Oh, oh no. yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to watch the Lord of the Rings prequel. Yeah, Anal Rings of Power or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, Josh is super, super into it. So he kind of, you know, was like, we're finally going to sit down and do the whole director's cut, you know, 18 hour monstrosity. Yum, yums. Um, it wasn't like, I, I did enjoy it. it. It was obviously, you know, a very impressive thing. I just don't have any of the like nostalgia kind of like inbuilt loyalty thing that a lot of people have because, mm-hmm. you know, it came at that formative time. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the thought of, like, <laughs> Frodo in these films being a sexual awakening for anyone, I just can't see it. It's so funny. Well, I guess, like, Frodo is sort of a he-they of the day, you oh, know? Like, yeah. <laughs> truly. <laughs> yeah. That little, that little Brunswick mullet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous eyes. Yes. <laughs> like being barefoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Sam little, and little Frodo. Little cuffed chinos. <laughs> yeah. And they are such an ersatz homosexual yes, couple. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the thing with Sam and Frodo is that I'm I'm off two minds. I can enjoy the fact that they are, that they are gay lovers. Yes. <laughs> I can enjoy that. But part of me also just loves the fact that they're like really affectionate friends. Yeah. And I'm like maybe this is why like like men in particular are so taken by Lord of the Rings is because those little hobbits really love each other. Yes. And they hug each other. They cry with joy when they see each other. There's That's this like so true. tenderness that they can't have in their like like men and men relationships. Um that they, they just seek. want to hug their little buddy. They want just want to hug and and that's and so part of me actually really loves the fact that Sam and Frodo are platonic friends who just who just love to touch and and be tender with one another. But then yeah. I also want to yeah. see him suck and fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As did Sir Ian McKellen, who apparently gave them the like a sort of direction on the scene where like Frodo's waking up and like reunited with Sam. He, I think Sir Ian was like, act like you are reunited lovers. Like you are. Yeah. That's the directive I'm giving you guys. I don't oh know why God. he was directing that scene, but. Maybe they just needed like a resident homosexual. But also he was probably like the most capable person there to direct that scene. That's true. You know the guy who directed the third Harry Potter film assumed that Sirius Alfonso Cuaron, yes. Yeah, he was like, oh, they're lovers. They're former lovers. Like he was like (laughs) really hardcore, like avant-garde director. And he was like, you guys are reuniting. You love each other. (laughs) Yeah. It'll come as no surprise, but I was also a wolf star Tumblr shipper. Yes, I'm not shocked at all. wrote many a Lupin and Sirius yeah. um, love story. But, yeah, I mean, there are so many queer references in Azkaban, whether or not JK intended that or not, you know, she might retroactively be like, oh, yes, they were that way all along. But, um, no, it's definitely there. And even, like, the whole, like, Lupin having, like, being a werewolf and, like, the way that, like, lycanthropy is kind of like almost like an allegory for like AIDS of the time. Yeah. Like this thing that you have to kind of keep secret and people are worried about like, oh, I don't want someone like that teaching my children and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a echo. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, from from queer hero, J.K. Rowling. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking awful slutty bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Have we spoken about the Dobby socks? The Dobby socks? What? No. Oh, my God. So there's this um, place in one of the movies, in, in Deathly Hallows where um, where Dobby dies on the beach um, and it's like a real. Rip King. Yeah. <laughs> Another he they of the Another time. Another he they. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people go to this spot, whatever beach it is, and leave like socks 
to sort of like commemorate oh, for Dobby. For fuck's sake. But it's become an environmental hazard yes. and the local council is like, please stop putting your fucking sock. You're killing the wildlife. I just, it's it's this wild thing where I'm like, take take two minutes. Take two minutes to think about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm. I'm like, what? Like, at what point do you like, like you're going to sit down, untie your shoe, take off your sock, put your shoe back on sockless, first Disgusting. of all. Disgusting. Awful. Mm-hmm. Um, criminal behavior. <laughs> Tie it back up and be like, this is, I'm glad I did this. This yeah. is smart. Also, why stop at socks? It's always been confusing to me. It's like, you know, like, what what about giving Dobby some clothes? You know? Socks and jocks. Yeah. <laughs> like give him a thong, give him a proper robe. You know, it's always just it's very diminutive. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And also you are um misunderstanding what the sock is. What you're saying is that you are a former slave owner. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you are you are freeing your slave. Yeah. With your sock. JK, like, who among us? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, I love that. I love that shit. I love stuff that has really good intentions but is absolutely detrimental for the environment, like the um, people releasing balloons and actually funeral homes offer this as a package. It's illegal in Victoria now but, like, releasing helium balloons in the sky. Um, I always wondered about that. Do you, did you know that <laughs> every single – I'm on my zoo shit – Every single, like the data shows, every single helium balloon that gets released into the sky results in a bird's death. Jesus like the stats of like, and it's like the the thing that attaches the balloon to the stick, they swallow it. It gets <gasps> caught in their throat. And oh then also like turtles. In it. There's like, it's like undeniable. <laughs> For just us to have this 20-second moment of. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And it's not even like, I don't. I don't even think it's nice. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. When I die, like, please don't do that. No. I mean, it's illegal, and by then definitely it will be. There probably won't even be, like, normal burials. It'll be, like, you can only get burned. Yeah. yeah. They're, like, we're out. Shot of, off in a cannon. Like, mm-hmm. they're, like, we're out of space. Um, there's, yeah. no, there's no room in the cemetery. There's no room. Oh, yeah, but can I get this fucking Mentos open? <laughs> can our listeners hear this little ASMR moment? We need a mask. <laughs> we need a mask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to be buried vertically in the ground in a biodegradable bag. Take me away. Quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not preserve. Like yeah. the thing about the queen and all the royal family getting like embalmed and all that freaks me the fuck out. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's like a religious thing and cultural and stuff like that too. Like people have their own beliefs, but I'm like, nah, I got to go. Yeah. <laughs> I came, I saw, I left. <laughs> I saw this TikTok before my hiatus <laughs> where somebody um, who is a funeral embalmer director. director was talking about um, the different liquids they use to preserve someone because somebody had like made this meme being like, I don't understand how they don't. I like, think it's one of them. Yeah, they were like, why don't you drink it? Because like, <laughs> it looks really cute. It's like candy colored. Like Ooh. they have like a light blue one, a pink one. And he's like, yeah, it's, it smells disgusting. But also um, they like drain out your blood and replace it with this pink fluid to give you like a more natural like blush look because you can like lose it's like doing up your car yeah and um urban decay releasing a new (laughs) new natural blush (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the thing about like they put like a tampon in your asshole oh (laughs) 
and a another lo- tampon in my arsenal. Plus, they remove the. Yes, take out the three that are already there. <laughs> um, and also, like the putting on diapers and that sort of thing to um, trap any Honestly, gases and fluids. Just cremate at that point. Like it's just it's yeah, a lot. It's it a is. lot. But I guess like my fear is. <laughs> We come back to this topic a lot. We yeah, do. we're really obsessed with death. We do. We are. But what if? Okay, so I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily. I don't like place worth in an afterlife. I'm like, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. But my fear is that if there is an afterlife, if I become an organ donor, well, I am an organ donor on the record. Me too. Let it be known. Yeah. yeah. But my fear is that I'll be in heaven or hell. Let's which one do you reckon? <laughs> Probably in the latter. Um, with whatever's left. Oh my god, <laughs> no. But also, do you ever feel that superiority as an organ donor being like whoever gets my organs and tissue is gonna be so fucking lucky? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, they'll get a letter from me, a yeah. voice member being like, hey, yeah. hey. Um, Unless it's a Selena Gomez situation oh, where oh, she really? just cut you out completely. Well, um, speaking about death, <laughs> <laughs> how about the death? slash collapse of our beloved platform Twitter. Yeah, it's it's gotten even crazier since last week. It's just, it's so funny. Everything that they (laughs) said would happen Mm -hmm. if he did the things that he's doing has happened. Yeah, it's self-fulfilling prophecy of like, we're going to get rid of all the content moderators and we're going to let you pay $8 for a verification tick? Yeah, well, that... um, a uh, pharmaceutical company, Eli Lilly, I think is oh, their name. Yeah. I don't know how to say it, but they, um, someone made a fake account about it and then said, insulin is now free. And then that went viral. And then the real Eli Lilly account came back and said, we're sorry about the misunderstanding, but they can't come out and just say it's actually costs money. So they kind of walked around it and were like, um, there was a lot of misunderstanding. This is our official account. Um, and then the parody account was like, actually, no, insulin is now $400 because we can charge whatever the fuck we want, lol. And then they're like share prices plummeted. Yeah. 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 It's so good. It happened um, with another company as well. I can't remember. Lockheed Martin. Yes. Ma- yeah. Weapons manufacturer. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fake account tweeted that they're no longer um, – doing weapons, dealing with certain countries that I can't remember on top of my head. I think it was Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the United States. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Like just three big ones. Um, (laughs) Being like we're investigating like human rights issues and the stock again plummeted. But it also just shows you that whoever is controlling the stock or like buying and investing has such little understanding of like what a fake Twitter account looks like Mm. that they just take it all for this is fact and this is true. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just takes you like one second to check if that is actually an account. Um, They they would have had like less than, Mm. you know, fewer tweets than you'd expect a multi-billion dollar company to have and could have avoided all of that by simple fact checking. Yes. The other thing that's funny as well with Elon replying to uh, a tweet. Oh my god. Um, oh my and god. then getting yum, fact yum, yum. checked yeah. by Twitter itself. His own, thing. his own website. It's so dumb. It's so funny. He was so wrong because Bernie Sanders got in. He's a he's a reply girl. Yeah. <laughs> being, a, being a reply guy, it's a red flag. Oh, it's so funny. But he was like, insulin costs ten dollars to make. This is a markup, which is like it's it's a it's a crime what they're yeah. doing. It's a rort, but they um and then 
Elon was like, actually, and then like I think that Bernie was like, I was when it was invented in uh, 1923, and Elon was like, actually, it was invented in 1921, and it cost $25 to make or something like that. And then yeah. he got fact check on that because he was fucking wrong. Yeah, and it's just it's it's such an interesting like micro kind of like example of like what's sort of happening to the world as a whole, like the privatization of the tick. Um, and then getting rid of moderators because he's like pro free speech, but th- but he's really not because then he's like freaking out about all these like pa- every account that is a parody has to say it's a parody and like yes. yeah. all this other stuff that like he ultimately like he did, he only wants the free speech that benefits him, him. Yeah. and he actually doesn't like hate speech because yeah. for the first time maybe in his life <laughs> he's experiencing this yeah. Yeah. level of like there was a- unfiltered <laughs> yeah. yeah there was a fake tesla account as well <laughs> so good. it was so funny um being like um stocks are crashing we know a whole lot of stuff about that yeah. You're like tesla's crashing <laughs> a second tesla has hit the world trade, trade center. center oh my god <laughs> so funny and he's like he's really he's made a mess and he's like like he's He's in there. It reminds me of like when you go to a cafe and like six people have obviously called in sick and there's one chick running around. Yep. It's Elon being like to the marketers. Yes. Uh, so, just so you know, like we we will keep this company. It's like, no. no. And, and so many people that were keeping it afloat have been let go. Yeah. And have like come out and there's been like whistleblowers saying like Twitter is about to buckle. Like, yeah. It was apparently like every year or whenever, however many years the World Cup happens, I don't keep up to speed on it. But apparently the World Cup is always, like, the week is the hardest week for Twitter and they barely keep afloat. And that was when they had all the infrastructure and the <gasps> workers. And so with the World Cup happening soon um, in Qatar. Is that just talk- because everybody's tweeting because it's, it's yeah, the biggest it's, sport it's in the world? Like, it's just one of the biggest times of Twitter. Wow. Um, and the most, like, consistently like for the whole week because, you know, people around the world are at different time zones and then logging in basically the like second watching, someone else log and yeah. logs out. So that it's just nonstop. Yeah. Um, and they were barely able to keep afloat while that was happening. Now with everything the way that it is, See you later. people are like it's going to just completely collapse. And another Ugh. thing as well that just goes for any industry, but, you know, when you're letting people go citing costs when – that's not even the problem because a lot of Twitter's revenue is coming from advertising and it being a quote-unquote free speech platform. Not a lot of people want to advertise on a platform that allows hate speech. Yeah. Um, But then um, Elon was, you know, cited saying they're hemorrhaging money because they have too many employees. Um, So letting a whole bunch of employees go that actually don't cost that much when you're comparing it to the money you're losing by being dickheads um and also um famously they had this remote work policy which has since been revoked so if you were still employed at twitter at this point i'd just be like i'm leaving yeah Yeah. because if you can't work remotely what's the point yeah oh if you can't have like any flexibility which elon is very famous for not having any flexibility I can attest to that. Having worked at Tesla myself, <laughs> selling cars, there was not a lot of flexibility and that's all people want now. Yeah. If you're not offering that, nobody's going to work for you. No. Yeah. And also how is he going to be – he can't give Tesla – like he's also like fucking over like – or like uh, I, I, I'm not pouring one out for the shareholders in the world, but he, like they're not pretty – like if you were a shareholder in Tesla and in Twitter, you would not be impressed with one CEO for both because they're two 
of the biggest companies in the world, yeah. how the fuck are you going to work those It's very true. Both, yeah. you know? Someone also on Twitter rightfully said, I don't like how much Elon uses Twitter. Like, it's like I don't want to go to McDonald's and know that the CEO is the person who uses, who eats McDonald's the most. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I think I heard it on another, there's some really good full story podcasts as well on it, which I thought really like clearly explained everything. But it is that thing where it's like, he he's a user. Mm. He's a, he's bought it as a fan. Yeah, yeah. Rather than as and like he's been like un, and he's been using it as a fan. Like he's yeah. been like unblocking himself from people's accounts. Oh my god! It's camp. And he's lying. Like he said that he like when he made the offer and then he wanted to pull back on the offer because of um like it was before I think he made the offer before Russia invaded Ukraine and then you mm. know everything's like uh, uh fucked. <laughs> And the cost of living has gone up and all this has affected the stock market and all that. So he wanted to rebuke his offer, but Twitter like, ah, 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 like you said you're going to do it. And he bought it for a stake. He over-offered. Like he bought it for more than what it's worth. Like Twitter actually doesn't make that much money. No, and no. It, it was all supposed to be a joke as well with the, I think he initially offered like $42 billion, the 420 joke, which is like, <sighs> come on now. That is so like. 14 year old yeah. like type humor he's he's really like the the ultimate cringe yeah i, I hate to say it i, feel I like, don't <laughs> i also just feel like this is gonna be like uh one of the things we're gonna look back on as yes. an a point of unraveling yeah and a second i don't know i don't want to like fear monger yeah. say like global financial crisis but this kind of feels like it oh it's it's huge the ramifications of this you're right it is we're in crisis mode right now because mm. you know the loss of twitter you know we joke about like you know oh we'll go to some other app but unless we have something that is as sort of like that can compete with like you know Facebook and Instagram in the way that Twitter did where it represented something entirely different mm. and almost more official and like opinion based and it was like a, a forum. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know what will happen. It's very weird. It is weird. It is weird. Ooh, strange times to be alive. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And everyone's very, it's, um, it's funny because we're kind of like, uh, we're, everyone is, we have such access to information um, and we've already lived through this before. Like it's crazy that we're about to have two in our lifetime where all of us are 30 and under, 30 <laughs> and under. <laughs> yeah. But I I can't I can't believe how much like the media and politicians and stuff are sort of just like lying to us or denying the situation that we're all in when we're like, we can see this. Like yeah. I feel like being like, yeah. I can see you. Or like <laughs> And like now more clearly than ever, because yeah. imagine this happening, you know, 40, 50 years ago, you really had to like be reading the newspapers, whatever. Yeah. Now I have people sending me like memes slash news um 24 hours a day. <laughs> yeah. yes. like just really connected with what's happening. And it seems like our the people in charge, politicians are still living in this like era of only a few people have information. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know what's going on. Bitch, we've all seen the big short. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we have all seen it. I wanted to chat about, um, we were talking about the World Cup a little bit yeah. just before. Yeah. But um, if you saw just yesterday, um, the issue with David Beckham that has been, he's been offered 
and has taken a $10 million deal to like be an ambassador at the Qatar um, World Cup Mm -hmm. next week or whenever it is. Mm. And um, Qatar, like I think setting up for this thing, it like had like all these like human rights violations and there were like, like thousands of people like died in creating these like yeah. yeah, setups and stadiums. It's insane. And and then there's also the way that they treat their queer people. Like it is like being gay is in some instances like punishable by death in Qatar. Yeah. yeah. And the comedian Joe Lysett, um, um, who we were talking about before the pod, um, he put up this video that was kind of directed to David Beckham saying, you have always been a gay icon to me. <laughs> um, you, you married know, a Spice Girl. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is the gayest thing you can ever do is what he says. It's so funny. Um, but he's like, but now is the time to actually like put your money where your mouth is and not stand by this thing. And he said, if you um, don't withdraw from this Qatar thing, I'm going to shred this $10,000 of my own money um, and revoke your status as a gay icon. He was going to, he's like, if you, if you pull back, then I'll donate $10,000 to a charity, yeah. an LGBTQIA plus charity. And if you don't, I will shred this. So yeah. it's up to you. Live on wow. camera and you will no longer be considered. Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> it is Black Mirror. Um, um, wow. So, yeah, it, everyone's kind of taking that in at the moment. Um, it'll be very interesting to see. He's given him like one week from posting that video to be like, I need your answer by then kind of thing. I fucking love it. It's good to see like activism that's backed by something. And I also saw um, in the German news um, because Qatar is, I think, qualifying homosexuality as a, um, I don't don't know, like an illness or like. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what you would call it. Mental illness. Like a yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just saying it's a mental illness, but also like harder than an illness. Like it means you're mentally not like developed or whatever. Oh, like a um, yeah, like a defect. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they they posted that, and then the German newsreader was like, um, but despite it being like a defect, I'm here, you know, speaking and like like being Aww. like a person, and it just being like a really a weird moment of like. Are we just going to ignore that so many people who are involved with this in the sense of like journalism, because there's a lot of queer journalists. They're like, there's queers everywhere Mm -hmm. who are kind of forced to work on the biggest event in football that happens every four years. um, And like, they just can't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fucked. It's so wild. It's just, and it's so, it's so scary for people as well. And I feel like it's that thing of like, these uh, FIFA and these these teams, these journalists, David Beckham can go there, do their three months of work, and then leave, and then bounce, and then they're ba- and then they they're out of there. I really enjoyed. Did you guys see the Socceroos standing up um, against Qatar? No, no. It was um, oh, this happened a couple of weeks ago. It's it's actually fucking cool. They're the first international professional team, the soccer, the Australian Socceroos, who have uh, stood up and said that they don't support. The World Cup and they're they're demanding that Qatar respond. And it's and I, I kind of feel like FIFA, why did FIFA is like a, a massive institution? Them giving it to Qatar was wrong. Yeah. Because there's so much money in those contracts. And knowing that 
um, a lot of workers in Qatar come from um, Southeast Asia, Asia, continental Africa, and are in these roles where they're really getting paid hardly anything and they're in contracts that are really exploiting their vulnerabilities and their mm. need to like provide for their families. And yeah, so a lot of those people were injured or died constructing the very infrastructure that's supposed to host this billion dollar event. And exactly. Like, I'm actually surprised Qatar took it on. Like it it seems to me like this is they have bringing a lot, attention they have- to the underworkings that they would want to kind of almost like keep hidden. You know, it's yeah. like this is exposed on on a world stage and brought like a commentary around mm. all mm. these issues now that we can't like look away. Like it's going to be a very fascinating period. Yeah. Mm. This is what some of what the, I just looked up what the Socceroos said just to double check them because I was like, <laughs> what did they actually say? Um, there are universal values that should define football values such as respect, dignity, trust, and courage. When we represent our nation, we aspire to embody these values, which I think is like totally fair enough. The 16 Australian players involved in the video um, uh, blah, 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 and the president of Professional Footballers Australia. In the video they said, we have learned that progress has been made both on paper and in practice. Other team members plan to, uh, other teams plan to protest Qatar with the Socceroos Group D opponents, Denmark producing an all-black playing shirt to honour the workers who died during the construction of the stadiums and infrastructure, while other players, uh, while players from nine other teams will wear One Love armbands. So I think people are still going to go and they're going to play they're gonna they're gonna play and take part in the, in um, the World Cup because um, it is literally the biggest game in the world, soccer yeah. and or football, wherever you're from. Um, <laughs> but it, it it does give them it, it, that uh, that opportunity to to be to be seen and to see. I'm sure as a as a young um, queer person seeing all these football players in like the most one of the most homophobic places in the world mm. celebrating queerness and representing it in different ways whether it be armbands or on their jerseys and protesting sort of while they're still taking part of it i'm sure that makes a huge it will have a huge impact as well definitely mm. but it is like it's it's a bit fucked up i really love this joe lyset thing because it's fun too <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fun to be like 10,000 it also puts into perspective like how much money Beckham has like he's literally is he literally a billionaire or he at least has hundreds of millions of yeah, dollars. He, yeah, he doesn't need no. He doesn't need to take this no. job. You know, that's yeah. not the vibe. Whereas, like, I'm sure Joe Lysett is also sitting pretty, but ten thousand dollars is a lot of money to the average person. Yeah. yeah, but so. But I love that he's like because like the money you're right like Beckham could like give or take, but the the element of him being like, I'm sort of almost gonna like publicly announce that you're no longer. Yeah. Like a, an ally to the gay community anymore. Like that's actually really huge. Th- that, that's a big power swing, you know. Imagine David Beckham at home just being like, I was never an ally in the first place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he like just doesn't give a shit and he like just doesn't give a care about the 10K. He's like, that's pocket change to me. Yeah. yeah. Like he's, really. like, I, he's like, I wouldn't even like get out of bed for less than $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> I like Joe Lassa yeah. as well, as well as like, I, I saw him recently on um, 
he was on like the equivalent of like I think Fox News Mornings or something like that mm. and they had him on and they were like, left-wing comedian uh, Joe Lysa is here. And he was like, oh, no, I'm very right-wing. And he's yeah, like, yeah. And, like, and he kind of basically like I'm going to paraphrase it but he was basically like, oh, the, I think that the workers are getting too much money and the healthcare workers, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was just so funny and they were like, well, obviously you're making fun of us. He's like, no, I'm not making fun of you. I'm literally stating the beliefs that we both have in yeah, our yeah, policies. Yeah. <laughs> like you're mocking us. It's like this is your policy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Very funny. I just I love um I love that approach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Troll. The sharper satire. Yeah. Uh, um I was just thinking, I feel like you might know a little bit more about this Aurelia, but there's that um thing this week about the like polycule. And oh, the, what is uh, this? The financial it <laughs> was just like crypto. Um Oh my god! A crypto business exchange that went bust and lost so much money, and the guy who was involved with it—I forgot his name now—but he was essentially like a billionaire. But but and it collapsed so quickly that it's the quickest record of somebody like reducing their net worth, <gasps> um, and the like steepest decline. And it turned out that the ten people working on it. We're all in relationships with each other. It was no. one polycule. Well, that'll do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. that'll, that'll fucking do it. I could have told you that your net worth was going to decline rapidly. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't have people working together, fucking each other, <laughs> and managing people's money. Yes. And it's it's so funny. Even like on the way here, I was listening to a podcast about um, like this cryptocurrency scam. And it's such an interesting time for for that because yeah. all of the crypto is like losing its value right now. If they don't have time for their nine relationships within the relationship, yeah, but like, they're not going to have time for my but, cryptocurrency. Also, they weren't all dating each other. Oh, okay. So some people were, they were just all in some way involved. Imagine yeah, being yeah. like the ninth wheel. <laughs> Realizing you're like, oh, you're all fucking? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just me and Bob left out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. And also very culty. Yeah. As really? well, right? Absolutely. I feel it's like very Brunswick. <laughs> too many workplaces do want that like cult vibe though. I feel like it's like we're a family and like that's the first red flag when you get a job if they say mm-hmm. we're a family. No, we're not. We are not even step family. <laughs> um speaking uh, of queers tanking a business. Um, did you hear that the Fantastic Beasts franchise has mm. been called to a halt and they're not going to be doing another movie um, because of the scandal surrounding JK and also Ezra Miller? And someone's <gasps> like, the irony of a turf and a trans person oh. being the ones to take down the Harry Potter franchise. I oh. love it. Is Ezra trans? Yeah, they're oh, non binary. Non binary. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, so... and I don't even think we've discussed it, but Ezra Miller's like downfall, absolute off the rails. Like, oh my yeah. god! They like kidnapped someone. Yes, yeah. They like they were filming the Flash, so they also tanked the Flash. Like they lost like millions of dollars, like um, producing. And I think they they'd filmed most of the Flash, and then they just weren't coming up. Yeah, mm. they weren't showing up to to set. And then this um, person who was like with them for weeks was suddenly like, hey, sorry, I'm being held against my will. <laughs> it was like, yeah, it turns out they'd been kidnapped by them. And then Ezra was like on the run, I think, yes. for a while. And then people like posting videos. like Fugitive and was like in Hawaii, like yeah. escaping. It was so gay. 
<laughs> it's so strange and like I think they're just like actually just a really scary person I was like you can't play we need to talk about Kevin that well yes well there were all these like violent outbursts at like restaurants and shit like yeah. it got like insane what's happening speaking of is there any update on the James Corden situation or is he just like running his show like nothing's gone wrong I have never watched a show so I can't speak on that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um what happened after the whole Balthazar mess um, the guy running Balthazar, his Instagram is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, he posted a thing about like James Corden is no longer welcome. He's disgusting, um, recounting all of the things he did to his staff. Then he posted saying that um, he's going to forgive him because he called him up and apologized. And, you know, people deserve second chances and he's had his fair share of being stupid. And then another thing happened where James Corden was like interviewed and um, claimed that he did nothing wrong. Ugh. And then the Balthazar guy. that very hard to yeah, believe. He's like, what do you mean you did nothing wrong? And he kind of took it back again. And that's when I stopped following because it was too much back and forth for me. I no. didn't have like the capacity. If like, say, okay, hypothetical. If you got banned from a restaurant, which I find, I don't think would happen to any of us genuinely. I, I'm mm-hmm. like, in what, unless it was like a, a complete mental breakdown <laughs> and you couldn't see where you were. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you didn't go out. Anyway, but if you got banned and then you got forgiven, would you go back? Or would no. you just take the forgiveness the, and never go? The shame, I could never go back in there. No. Mm-hmm. No. Like I, I find it hard to go back to a cafe where um, they give you your thing and you say you too instead of thanks. But I feel like <laughs> just the very nature that you have shame is an indication that this would never, ever happen to someone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Someone like James Corden just, it doesn't compute. There's no sense of I'm doing anything (laughs) out of the ordinary. You know, it's like that famous plane story that you were telling us about. (laughs) Just think of all the other places he would have done something like this at but had never reported it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully this just taught him that. He has money and he needs to pay. He can't be going around saying um, my wife ordered an egg white omelette and there was a little bit of yellow in it. Like it's a fucking (laughs) egg, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You are going to get some yellow in it sometimes. Like it's not a big deal. You can't be treating staff and kitchen staff like that, especially Mm. after a pandemic. Mm -hmm. If I were going to – if I were a server in L.A., if I worked in the hospitality industry there – I and and James Corden came in. I would fuck up so much that he loses his mind, especially right now. <laughs> He's fucking fuming. And then I would just say, one hundred thousand dollars. No one will hear. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about this. Yeah, <laughs> definitely my fault. And then I take it to a current affair. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Another hundred grand. <laughs> there was this thing where apparently I think he said there was a hair in it, but there was like a hair that was placed there, so you just actually put a hair in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, have you also been saying this way? Um, Nick Cannon, who I have only just discovered this uh-huh. way. Oh, my so God. So funny. All these kids, nah, nasty. How is he nutting that? <laughs> that many yeah, people? The, re- the refractory period yeah. surely has come for you. It just goes to show, like, birth control should be on men. Yeah. Because <laughs> he is impregnating More like people a cum like cannon, this. am I oh, right? Oh, my yeah. God. He's got 12 kids? 12. 
fuck yeah. me. That's the current. Actually, number. don't, Nick. Please don't. No, yeah. we don't need any more. Um, an interesting thing that came up related to that, I don't know if you follow the Humans of New York Facebook page. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's really the only reason I go on Facebook is to go on Marketplace and to read those stories every They're now cute. and then. I love them. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. This is so emotional. So, Yesterday I came across one and it started really nice. The guy was like, I'm a donor. I help a lot of families have kids, like sperm donor. Uh. And it's like um, women, like in relationships with women, blah, blah. And um, he said he doesn't charge for it. So like that part was fine. But then as it continued, it got worse and worse. <laughs> and being like, But I, I'll never do it with someone who wants me to, to be anonymous, which is like, that's a choice they can have. Yeah if you want to actually genuinely help people. And then he said he's already fathered 18 children and he wants to get to 36 or something. No, no and that's, that's a when kink it's like, at this point. Yeah. No. It's that guy, that documentary. Have you seen yeah. it on Netflix? Yeah, the, um, with the 70. The father, our father, I think it's yeah. called. Yeah, and it adds, it keeps adding them by the end. They're like, there's like 200. And, and if they're all from like the same town, yeah. imagine if you – like fell in love with someone and found out that they were your sibling or something like that. Oh, my God. Nightmare shit. There's that girl on TikTok. On TikTok. Who came, <laughs> who's been doing like Q&As and like stuff about like she was in a she was in a relationship with this guy and I think is still with him um, and found out that she was adopted and she didn't know and then he found out that he was adopted and he didn't know and then they were siblings. <gasps> Oh, what a nightmare. I saw something like this, but with a lesbian couple who thought they were half siblings, but I never, the algorithm didn't bring me back. It never brought me back. I know exactly the ones you're talking about. Mm. Yeah, I never got closure on that. That's fucking terrifying stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But Nick kind of needs to be stopped because also, (laughs) like, this is how I feel if I was like one of Alec Baldwin's OG children, like just watching (laughs) that, like, um, it's called when you get money when your parents die. Inheritance go down and down and yeah, down yeah, yeah. with each one of hilarious offspring. Yeah. <laughs> I watched again that clip of her going, "How you say cucumber? <laughs> You're from Massachusetts." <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of accents, did, did you see that video this week of Millie Bobby Brown doing a lie detector test? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I have um, not seen this. Um, because she kind of in the video she sort of flits in and out of British and American. Um. Mm. Because she is British. Yeah, she is British. And um, she's doing this lie detector test and they're asking her, like, is Finn um, a good kisser? Um, And she's like, no. And she doesn't hesitate at all. (gasps) And they were like, has he improved? And she's like, not with me. (laughs) And then um, it's like, she's telling the truth. (laughs) And then they show her this photo of um, Noah Schnapp as Will. Um, in the most recent season, you know, with his like horrendous hair. Yeah. And they're like, do you like this hair? And she's like, um, I love him. I love him so much. And then they're like, but do you like the hair? <laughs> she's like, get this photo away from me. <laughs> I really love her. It's so um, funny. Those lie detector things are so funny because like the lie detectors have been disproved. They, like they, You like can't use them in a court of law. Yeah, at, they like, don't work at all. For the last like 20 years. Like, I it's want to so believe funny. though. I know. Uh, you know, I want the sort of like legally blonde, like yes. this man is gay kind of like. <laughs> view of like the legal system yes, like, yeah. yes absolutely it's also like uh, it is fun to because it's just checking your heart rate and like if, if yeah. you're like is mike a good is um finn a good kisser her heart rate going up is would be very funny if she yeah, lied yeah. <laughs> yeah 
She's telling the truth. But also, <laughs> I know personally, like, when I lie, my heart speeds up so much and like, yeah. I can feel it. And I know nobody else can, but I'm like, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would, <laughs> I would not be able to fake that shit. It'd be yeah. so funny to get us on live date. Yeah, <laughs> we need that. Let's do it. Yeah. If anybody wants the real to sponsor tea. a lie detector. Maybe like a Patreon episode. <laughs> um, but also, I bet you can probably buy a lie detector test on like eBay or Amazon. Yeah. I bet mm-hmm. it's like really easy now. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Or there's probably some software. Yeah. I feel like I'd be fine because I would just like not lie. You know, like I just would, you don't have to speak. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like, if you were trying to get around yeah. something, wouldn't you just, like... Yeah, yeah, I'd have legal representation. Yeah, uh, <laughs> like, exactly what she was doing. Like, rather than saying, I don't like his... I like his hair and lying, just being like, I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, just circumvent the question. Totally. Do the politician thing. So funny. <laughs> um, which also reminds me, Enola Holmes 2 is out. Oh, yeah. Um, I barely watched the first one, so I can't speak on it, but I did see that. Someone <gasps> someone was saying that... um, oh, I've just gone blank. What's his name? Um... Hot guy from Manola. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sherlock. The guy. Hen- Wait, Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, yeah. I could tell you every crevice of that man's body, but I couldn't tell you his name. Um, <laughs> but he was saying that he apparently has very strict boundaries on set with Millie because she's still only, I think only now 18, but yeah. you know, he's probably been working with her since they filmed the first one when she was maybe like 16 or something like mm. that. Um where it's like we're not friends and not like in a mean way, but it's like we're not like. Because it's weird to have a child as yes. a friend. Yeah. And people were just talking about like that's kind of refreshing yeah. um, that it is like that. Um, and people were like commending him being like, you know, that's so cool in Hollywood. But then they were like, but also last year he was dating like a, a 20-year-old or some shit well, like and that. And there's also a lot of rumours about him actively seeking out 18-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like that. So he's probably like on set. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. cannot when, be near me because I cannot control myself. Yeah, when we're working together and we're getting paid, no. But no. If, if we're at the club, I'm fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that is true. Well, because Millie, Bo- I remember when Millie Bobby Brown was like, Drake is my friend. And I was like, no, sir. Yeah. No, no, no. Because you're 13 and that's fucking weird. Yeah. It is. It's yuck behavior. But it, we, I think we talked about it in the last episode with Kyrie about like yeah. the, they just like can't. It seems like that Hollywood world is so like warped and wild. Like yeah. Drew Barrymore talks about it a bit about how she just never really like registered that she was a child. Of course Like she not. would be at parties and stuff, and she was like, "These are my like peers," mm. and like I'm just hanging out with people, and that's how people get amused, mm-hmm. which is awful. Um, oh, I was gonna say something about. Millie Bobby Brown, but it has oh the uh, the Henry Cavill stuff as well. He's getting replaced by Liam Liam yeah. Hemsworth. Does anyone do we watch The Witcher? Uh, I've I've watched bits of it. I think like there a lot of fans are trying to boycott um, and like are getting petitions to fire the like writing stuff because the beef was with Henry and the actual writers that were trying to take it in a very different direction from the actual original. Games and that kind of stuff. Like he, he's a huge Witcher fan, Mm. and was it was really important to him that like the character was represented in a particular way. Um, And when they actually originally were saying that they're going to do The Witcher, Henry Cavill's team reached out to casting like unrelentingly to be like he wants this role. Yeah. yeah. Like he really, really wanted it. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, I don't want to be a part of this thing unless it can be done well. And also like Liam Hemsworth, 
I'm sorry, I haven't seen this man in years. Where has he been? Like, <laughs> Finalising his divorce. Yeah. <laughs> with Miley. Yes. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. They were together for such a long time. I yeah, forget. and so on and off yeah. as well. Mm. Ten years. That's crazy. Yeah, well, who's Miley dating now? Remember when she was with that other Australian guy? Yes, the swimmer, oh, Cody Simpson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the, he's also a singer, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, He was yeah, on, yeah. like, it's Got so Talent or some shit. It's so wild. I don't know who she's dating now. I'm going to find out right now. I love Miley. I saw a video of Liam and Miley on some red carpet. Um, people were using it as like an indication of their like dysfunction. But it was like Miley did like a, a sort of like faux lick of his neck on the red carpet. Like, oh, look at my hot hubby kind of yeah. thing. And you can see him mouth the words to her like behave yourself or something <gasps> like that. And then she was like. She's like, get away from me. And then she like pushes him away. And then she does this like solo thing to the paparazzi where she's like, all right, fine. I'll get my own shots. Kind of oh thing. my God. <laughs> the good thing about her is that she's very like headstrong. So it's not like yeah. she's being pushed into the shadows by him, which yeah. would have really easily happened with someone else, mm. I feel like. And also, why the fuck are you dating Miley Cyrus if you can't handle Miley Cyrus? Yeah. yeah. Like, absolutely. I'm always fucking mad when I see people date people they can't handle. Yes. Like, you know what you got into when you're dating a certain celebrity of a She's certain a yeah. Yeah. Like, Have you not studied the material? Yeah. <laughs> she's so funny. Um, She's dating some uh, drummer called Max Mirando. Sounds right. Sounds about right. Oh, my God. Is he hot? Yeah. Can I see? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I could imagine. I could imagine him being hot. You know, when you're like, let's see the personality. Uh, let's see the personality. <laughs> he, he looks like a Gucci model. Yeah. Yes, 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 yeah. yeah. I could, I, uh, looking at this photo, um, but of both of them, they look bizarre in that photo. Um, but I will say that, you know, he, I could imagine myself being attracted to him if he was, I don't know, good. Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. if he's like a drummer in a band, that's kind of hot. He's traveling. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, probably wearing nice stuff, smells good. Yes. Yeah. Sure. And sometimes, like, there'll be, like, someone that, like, will sort of be sexy to me that's, like, outside my usual type or something yes. like that. And sometimes that's even, like, beyond men. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's and, beyond this earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, people this week on Twitter, a lot of gay guys were talking about, like, I'm legitimately having, like, sort of, like, questioning feelings about Dua Lipa <gasps> this week. Like, so she's good. so yeah. fucking beautiful. Yeah. She's in Melbourne this week. Oh my god! Like and everyone every... has been to do a leap about us. Yes. I know, and I can't believe we have. I, I'm actually like I was like usually when I miss out on artists in in Melbourne, I'm like oh, damn. But with her, I was like I'm furious at myself. Yes, I can't believe we missed this, guys. Because mm. I fucking love do a leap. Yes, yeah, and it We're... looked like a good show. I feel like when I've seen it, to be honest, I've been there on Instagram. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like it's on everyone's story every day. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, that's but true. I wish I would have gone. It looks like it was a fun fucking show. Like everybody was like, it was just a great time. Yeah. yeah. Although I think the one in Brisbane, there was some kind of like crazy like wait time. Um, oh, true. Someone was tweeting about like how they had to like wait for like an hour and a half before they could even get in. And then I think the show was only an hour or something like that. And wow. they were like, I don't know that this was the vibe. <gasps> yeah. But I think it improved by the time she came down Do you guys want to hear something really hit of me? Yes. yes. I'm going to see The Killers. <gasps> oh, yeah! oh, my God. <laughs> When on the tenth of December, I can't. Would they be booked up? Would it be like sold out by now? No, it's it was. I was surprised because I think they added an extra show, and I was surprised there were still tickets available. And it was like only like a hundred bucks. Oh my god, Charlie! (laughs) 
Book a ticket. Yeah, I want You should come. go together. Oh, yeah. It'd be so fun. And just because it's like, I love their little like synthy Mormon vibes. Yes. And like Sam's Town holds such a beautiful place in my heart because I yeah. just started a new school and I had no friends and I just went home and listened to Sam's Town all the time. And we'd be oh. like, I got so good. Yes. I'm not a soldier. It's about him coming back to Jesus. Um, <laughs> it is funny how like all these like bands – from our childhood, you're like, oh, this is uh, this is religious. This is this is Mormon. They're Mormons. Yeah. Oh my god. So why sick. are they called the killers? Also, if any of the listeners has a hookup for Blink One Eight Two tickets, <laughs> <laughs> while we're on one, <laughs> please, um, please slide into those DMs. Yes. Yeah, and if like if if um also Laneway Festival want a podcast on the ground, I would give my left foot to see Phoebe yes. Bridges. I want to see, see Paul Mezcal. Oh my god, yes, and Haim. <laughs> It'd be such a good time. And you see that video of home doing the dancing <gasps> on stage. Crazy. And are just are they like, really bad? It's not that it's bad. It's just that it's not like main stage worthy. People are kind of like it. it's giving sisters preparing a dance for their parents. Yes, which is I think why I like it <laughs> Me though. Too. Like, I'm kind of like I see. It's endearing. I'm like I don't know if this is your intention. I hope it is. But I was like it. You're all sisters. This is like you guys. It's gorgeous. Yeah, coming yeah. up with a dance routine. Yeah, have it's you, not good. Have you seen Licorice Pizza? Have we talked about it? I no. haven't seen it yet. Have you watched it? I watched it on the plane. Is it good? Um, it's interesting because it like has the reverse. So I'm not gonna like, give everything away, but this is pretty common knowledge. Yeah. So the plot is there's this like I think 20 year old girl and there's like 15 or 16 year old boy and he has like a crush on her and they're like kind of dating. And that's definitely wrong, but because it's reversed, yeah, I think they got away with it. Like you couldn't really make a, a movie of that caliber the other way around, but because she is the older one and like yeah. they kind of do get away with it. It's funny. It features all three of the sisters. And um, I think the one in the main character is Alana. I think mm. she does, right. Yeah, she does a really good job. She's yeah. a good actress. Interesting. I'd like to see it. Um, and then the other main actor, the the boy, is I think Philip Seymour Hoffman's son. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he's also a great actor. So yeah. I'll watch it. I was like, when it came out, I was like, uh, nothing about it really like appealed me. Yeah, <laughs> then, like it's not a cinema movie for me. Yeah. It's like a watch at home type movie. Do you know what? And yeah. also on this like like record breaking storm day, maybe today's the day. You know, and it's it's not too heavy. You know, it's yeah. like funny. Bradley Cooper's in it. Fun. Um, Love yeah. Bradley. Bradley yeah. brings a lot of camp. He does. He does. And um, it features Barbara Streisand's house. Ah, oh, I like. Don't know if it's a real house. Is that the but one like, where she like sued the photographer? Uh, I don't know. I don't think that's in the movie. But <laughs> she has a supermarket in her house too. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that too. That's insane. Yeah. But did you hear about this? There was some like G- what happened? It was no. like some one of those kind of like Google Earth. <laughs> it wasn't Google Earth, but it was one of those like sort of geographical things that was taking photos of like a coastline, and yes. it was doing like the entire coastline for like hundreds of miles, and it just happened to include just one particular thing on this random website of Barbara Streisand's house and you know her like mansion or whatever. Yeah. Um, and no one really would have known that until she very publicly sued this thing, this photographer being like, I didn't give permission, blah, blah, blah. But in doing so, everyone realized, oh, you can see Barbara Streisand's house on this thing. And so everyone then 
out of interest went to see this website and it like drove traffic to the website <gasps> and it became a hit. Oh my and God. That's now become termed like an actual, um, like it's called the Streisand effect. And it's when big money people or companies will try and like downplay something that they think will be giving them negative attention. But in doing so, they draw attention to it. Yeah, so now yeah. it's called the Streisand Effect. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. about the Streisand Effect, but I didn't know that's how it came. Yeah, about. all about her house on some random little website that became a hit because she complained about that's it. That's so funny. <laughs> well, she's a classic, like, I, I, I love her behavior. She's, she's a classic diva. She cloned her dog. What? She what? cloned her dog three times. Oh three my times. God. She had a dog that she loved. It was getting sick. She got its DNA, she cloned it. She cloned it three times. As in like, and then that one died and then she did it again? Yes. That's, that's too <laughs> much. But at one point she had three of them at once. So, um, that's what? so fucking weird. Yeah. That reminds me of this news article I saw of this family um, that got slammed on TikTok because they got their dog's like taxidermy oh and it, it, looked, it looked like a rug uh, but it, like they're not using it as a rug like they're not walking over it but it's a golden retriever and the, it made me so sad I know uh, it was so sad but they like went into the process of like their tender hide so it's essentially like one of those cowhide rugs but no. it's a golden retriever and they're like they're just like cuddling it and holding on to no. it. No. I, I, no fucking way. Prison. I, Send these people to fucking prison. I'm not even exaggerating. That's behavior. We all, we all have dogs. Nah. And I, I can't even start to think about what it's going to be like to lose him. But I do not want him in my house after. No, I'd, my, I'd, right. I'd be moved like to maybe taxidermy. The ashes. Yeah. But not, not a rug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also think taxidermy is only for like small, small Yeah. Things. To bring it back to the pop gaze mantra, cremate. Cremate. Oh, my God. Get rid. Yeah. Honestly, the only, like, pet I would taxidermy would be, like, a butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> like, something like a bug. Um, Are we up to our pop Yeah, flop? let's, let's oh do our pop Before of. we get back into fucking like, <laughs> taxidermy rugs. <laughs> yeah, do it with me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go first because mine's a bummer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> my flop. Is uh, Louis C.K. is in Melbourne? Uh, yes. yes, Louis C.K. is in Melbourne. Um, and I didn't realize. Uh, I've been really like rattled this week, and I think I knew a few people were going to his show. I knew it, and I was like, whatever. It doesn't really affect me. Like I'm not really involved in this. And then I was like, maybe. And I just was just kind of ignoring it. And then this week, like I was talking to someone about it who I don't really like. Like I was just talking to people who are. Uh, peers and we were all on the same page but like I almost started to cry and I was like it's just and I was like oh this is oh this is a betrayal yeah. <laughs> it feels like a betrayal and I reread because I was like maybe I'm being crazy maybe I'm not um I'm overreacting to this situation um but I reread his statement that he made um after all the allegations came out and it's just like a piece of shit he never apologized no. people think he did if you think he did go back, he never apologized. He said that the women admired him like three times. And I also was just like, I saw um, someone was getting in the comments about Louis C.K. and we talked about it in a group chat um, <laughs> as went straight to the two of you. But um, there was someone in the comments saying like, well, <laughs> which is, I mean, I <laughs> had to laugh, but it is kind of uh, dumbfounding. But someone was like, he never came on them. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I that, can never like infuriated yes. me so much seeing those comments. And I was like, what? I was like, is this what we're That's wait, the wait, metric wait. that we're now yes. judging? <laughs> he was like, it's not assault. And I was like, excuse and I was like, I don't think people realize how how revealing like genitals when it is not consensual out of nowhere, how as threatening that is. I think they do realize. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I call bullshit on this. I think they a hundred percent do. This is the hoops that these types that will support and these people and just suck the dicks of, you know, people like Louis C.K., they will convince themselves of anything just to kind of like pack it all away. Yeah. And so, you know, they'll hold on to anything that they think that they can say like, oh, well, he didn't, you know, it's not like he came on them. Yeah. And then uh, like they're just going to change the goalposts to that. It's like. And also it's because they wouldn't mind if Louis C.K. jerked off in front of them because that's the level of fandom they're yeah. at. They're yeah. like, They'd lap that shit up. They so. would. And it's always it's always like edgelord type comics who bet the hardest for him. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that tells you everything they need to. And then they come in with like, but all the women at the show who loved it. And I'm like, yeah, but that that doesn't mean that it's a feminist work. <laughs> no. Definitely. Like you, saw, you saw some women in the show. Great. Like. And I found it so ironic in that chat, like disagreement that was going on. The guy who was saying to a female comic who was saying, I have an issue with this. um, He was saying to try and shut her down. Well, there were all these fucking women at the show laughing at it. So you're wrong. It's like, you're literally dismissing a woman in front of you, telling you her opinion of, of things for like, in a sense, like hypothetical women, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like you're you're disengaging with someone in front of you, yeah, <laughs> telling you that they feel a particular kind of way about it, yeah. And it's also like I was talking to someone who went and 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 was like and owned it and was like, yeah, I went, I owned that, ha ha ha. Which is like whatever. I like I'm not really dwelling on it too much, but I'm I. He was like he was saying, you know, I was a huge like it's just one of those people that I'm I just grew up loving, and I was like, same. You know, yeah. fucking same. Yeah, it's the J.K. Rowling of it all. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, that we're not, and like we're not even arguing that he's not smart. We're not arguing yeah. that he's not funny. That his jokes aren't well constructed. That the, you know, yeah. it's like we're arguing about like, is it okay? Yeah, you know. And someone was because we were just having this like kind of open discussion about it um, in this green room, um, and uh, someone's like, and we were just like, would you? Because we we're talking about how he had two American support acts um and uh we were like that's funny because usually like legally they have to have an an Australian when they come to Australia um but maybe there was some loophole or whatever we were like I'm surprised we weren't asked I'm surprised (laughs) but like I tried to like because I was really like no I'm really I'm not gonna like hold back on this anymore because I think I was kind of like oh lol that's so so weird that you would do that Uh, but someone was like yeah I'd, I'd do it I'd do it and I was like, I would do it, but I'd worry that I'd be sexually assaulted. So, mm. <laughs> and yeah. he was like, oh, oh. And I was like, well, that's fucking it. Like, I, I'm just like, yeah. this is where, like, it's not a re, it's a hypothetical situation for you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, sexual assault is, is, um, confined to cis women. I'm just saying that, like, in this certain scenario, you're not worried about it happening to you because we know what he's done. Yeah. We have it on paper and we know who he, wants too many and he, he yeah. was also people forget he was a real Weinstein about it in this in the sense that he he blacklisted women in comedy. Mm. He didn't mm-hmm. give them work afterwards. Mm. 
He spread rumours about them. And yeah. we're not preventing, like, I hate this thing, Hobart, like, oh, you're inhibiting, it's cancel culture, blah, 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 blah. You're inhibiting free speech. No one's doing shit. He can, you, if you want to go to his show, go to his fucking show. Yeah. But you are not impervious to, like, moral critique yeah. for the choices that you make. Like, just because you are like, you know, I want him to be able to have a career. Good for fucking you. Yeah. I, I don't care whether or not he has a career, but I know that if he's going to be doing things like assaulting women, I'm going to have to feel a particular way and sleep at night knowing how I have centered myself on that. Yeah. Yeah. People should have the right to feel awkward about that if they want to feel awkward about it. Yeah. Yeah. So flop that and flop also <laughs> being affected by stuff that you didn't think would affect you. <laughs> yeah. Flop that. <laughs> yeah. It is so bizarre that it's like this thing that we've been discussing as like a sort of like broad, mm. like comedy as a lifestyle thing is now sort of like literally in our town, like in our, you know, mm. gigging in rooms with us. And it's just a bit, mm. I don't know. It, it definitely has opened up that wound again in a yeah. way. Totally. Totally. Anyway, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I have a pop this week. Nice. Um, my pop is food that has other food bits in it. Yeah. <laughs> Chalk hazelnut. <laughs> For example, um, you can see me post pretty much any week any given week about Tony's Chocolonely's. Uh, what are yes. Do you? Uh, how dare you? <laughs> you have not Someone's seen my Someone's got story. you on mute. <laughs> okay, so it's a Too much sponcon for me. Um, sorry. This is like, sadly, they don't even sponsor me. I just love this chocolate. Um, a friend gifted me this special edition one, which is the Christmas one. So the nice thing about this chocolate is the uh, it's not just square. Yeah. They're all different shapes. Oh, cute. And then the flavors are really good. So it'll have like caramel, popping candy, gingerbread. And the gingerbread Christmas one is really good. Oh, yum. Um, but then also I've been eating a lot of Ben and Jerry's because it's been on sale. And Ben and Jerry's also always has like bits of it of like brownies, cookies. Oh, yum. And yeah, I just feel like food that has other food in it. Babushka food. Babushka doll food is my love language. Oh, Yum. love that. Yeah. Yum. Respect. More. More, mm, more of that. Is. I'm going to yeah. get, I, I still haven't had a Tony Chocolonis, but today's the day. Yeah, please Going to have that. Watch licorice pizza. <laughs> yeah. I'm fully influenced today. <laughs> Feeling it. Um, I also have a pop this week. Um, did you see it was an interview between um, on Jada Essence Hall and Heidi and Closet's podcast. They have a podcast <laughs> called Hall and Closet. Yeah. And they were just talking about, um, oh, they were talking about something. I'm just going to play the clip yeah, because yeah. It's, it's just worth it. <laughs> but in Europe, nothing's open. Like, later nothing is open late. That's how I ended up shitting in a parking lot. <laughs> in Glasgow. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, I love the silence. And then Heidi following up with, in Glasgow, like that's what they were waiting for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not waiting for, They needed I'm a kidding. geographical like placement. Oh, that's it just gets so me so good. <laughs> I didn't know it was from that. I thought because I, I, I thought it was like some rumour, like um, Scott Morrison and the Engadine Maccas. I'd seen a few memes with the yeah, Glasgow parking in Glasgow, lot. Yeah. Oh, my God, so funny. In Glasgow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just like electing to bring up that information and be like, 
So we're going to take a break We're going to take a break. <laughs> Uh, I love that those two have a podcast, which I also only found out about via this clip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I already listened to Sibling Rivalry. <gasps> oh my God. Have you listened to that? Should be my pop this week. Have you listened <laughs> to Bob's new single, um, Black? No. no. I also Guys. Have, I haven't listened to Sibling Rivalry in like two or three weeks. It so. literally gave me chills. It's Bob and Ocean Kelly mm-hmm. and a rapper called Bassett, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking amazing. Okay, it's, it, it's truly like on the next way level. It's kind of got um, childish Gambino, Beyonce music video vibes. Like it's really oh like God. well constructed, well directed. The rapping and the singing, it's all just top Stunning. notch. Yeah, I just Fuck love yeah. everything Bob the Drag Queen does. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. I've been, Unstoppable. I've also been watching yeah. We're Here that I've been a bit of a like data of, and now I'm like second guessing myself because it's actually an amazing show. I've never watched it, but I, I think it's I, really nice. Well, where can you watch Maybe it? I'll watch it's that. on binge. It's <laughs> kind of it's kind of like a better queer eye, to be honest. It's yeah. like um Bob, Shangela, and Eureka go into these like very, very like um like Bible belty kind of towns, um, small towns, and then they'll be like each of them will sort of like spend the episode and they're like hour-long episodes as well. So they get like quite a long chunk of time to sort of like develop relationships with people. Um, from the community and it's not always like queer people although often there is someone in the episode who's like struggling Mm. in some kind of way but sometimes it's just like it'll be like you know one of the episodes it was like um, this father who um, had kind of gone through like a midlife crisis where he had like thought about suicide and then he wanted to be more emotionally present for his daughter Mm. Um, and so he wanted to sort of like do drag to sort of just connect more and show her that like it's good to like, I don't know, you know, fuck what people think. Yeah, wow, that's and it was gorgeous. just like just really interesting stories like that, and like mm-hmm. they they go into a lot about like the idea of like you know, expressing yourself and you know connecting with your town and the people around you and like bucking trends. It's it's a very interesting, beautiful show. Well, because mm-hmm. I think it's like I think that's why why it's so important as well with that stuff because it's so easy for us as like inner city queers to be like yeah like like I I see that rhetoric a lot and I it always irks me when people make fun of out of towners and I understand the nervousness especially as a queer comic doing out of town gigs and stuff like that sometimes it just doesn't land yeah it's just not my crowd and I and I get anxious about it but the same token I would never blame the audience for that i'm like no that's like beyond you guys that's absolutely and and i feel like the more opportunities we have to go and not to say that we're gonna save like these towns (laughs) but i feel like it's it is a case of like just exposure and talking to people you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like it's so um redundant and oftentimes classes to be like fuck these rural towns yeah no Mm. like actually go talk to people like it's a lot deeper and I, Mm. i i had that feeling of like a lot of my preconceptions about like, oh, I'm writing you off as like this kind of person or, mm. or that kind of thing, I would be pleasantly surprised by the end of the episode. I'd be like, oh, actually, you know, there's a real three-dimensional story yeah. going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to a private school in Q. The people that I went to high school with are far more dangerous <laughs> yeah. to me and to society as a whole than anybody who lives a couple hours out of Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Fuck that. Anyway, um, that's it. Yeah. That's us for this week. Oh, and guys, we got fucking nominated. Oh, yeah, yeah. No one's pop. <laughs> <laughs> 
awesome. Yeah. Oh my God, we got Humble. nominated for an Australian podcast award. Yes. The entertainment podcast category. Are you not entertained? Yes, entertained. <laughs> I love it. Now, what an honor. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking insane. I'm going to be heading up next week to Sydney. Um, Woohoo! To represent us, um, we'll see what happens. In the yeah. Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> the Podolympics. Yeah. Wow. I mean, hopefully something comes through. That would be so fun. Yeah. yeah. No, it's very cool. And what we're and we're honored to be nominated with our friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the other podcast. Yeah, yeah. With insert. <laughs> Charlie, when you edit. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, so good. But so thank you for all the support because we wouldn't be nominated without without um a bit of a following yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening bye bye, bye. Guys. don't forget to follow us on instagram and tiktok at Pod. and if you like this episode give us a review on apple podcasts and don't forget be gay <laughs> <laughs>you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.